Welcome to All Electric Conversations, where we talk with pioneers in traveling with electric vehicles. We are your hosts, Katie and Steve Krivolovic of the All Electric family. From road trips to towing and daily life, we'll hear stories of wanderlust and progress to inspire your own adventures with All Electric Conversations. Welcome to the very first official episode of All Electric Conversations. And for the inaugural episode, we have Brian and Becca of Supercharged Camper. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook under the name Supercharged Camper. So without further ado, let's get into the first episode. Today we are here with Becca and Brian, and they are from the Supercharged Camper. So we'll just start by having you guys tell us a little bit about yourselves. Sure. Um, I'm Brian. I'm Becca. And we are, we're residing here in Florida, South Florida now. We're New England transplants. We came down in about uh, 2011, um, purchased in 2012, and uh, we, we dove headfirst into the, the all-electric uh, lifestyle, if you will, with um, the 12.6 kilowatt solar system, our first EV in 2015, uh, all EV since 2017. For daily drivers, I do have a little gas-powered toy, but um, that, yeah. that's, that's where we're at now. <laughs> Yeah, so we love Florida because you can camp all year long, and yeah, it's been great. Yes, yeah, we're we're jealous of the of the Florida part, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And so, what made you uh, transition down to Florida? Uh, I actually got hired by Nextera Energy, which is a renewable energy company. So even oh. that works, I'm in the same space. Nice. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. So you guys, it sounded like you had some uh, visions of what you were going to do before even getting to Florida with your solar system and moving uh, into all electric uh, vehicles and all that stuff. Is, is that true? Yeah, we both kind of have a sustainable mindset, I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah awesome. It's awesome. So I have to ask, okay, so you guys travel with two dogs. So I got to know the dogs' names and what kind of dogs they are. <laughs> so they're, they're very well featured in, the, in our Instagram. Uh, they are yes. the big one, Sigmund. He's our German Shepherd. And the little one's Penny, a uh, little Corgi. <laughs> they are so cute. <laughs> I love the, the pictures with them in, in there. So, okay. So you said you owned the EV, uh, EV since 2015 event completely EV since 2017. So we know about the Model X and what else do you guys have? So we also have a Chevy Bolt right now. Um, we're actually leasing that one because we're looking forward to a more powerful tow vehicle in the future. Um, but we started with a Nissan Leaf, which was actually a 2013 Nissan Leaf. It had like a 24 kilowatt hour battery. It went about <laughs> So it's uh, very different from what we have now. Yes. Yeah. Right, right from the get-go, we were taking that on road trips to see what we could do, how yep. far we could push it, and we found the, the the limitations as well as the benefits of of electric vehicles early early on. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, some extreme stuff because the infrastructure wasn't even there back then. So, yeah, but, not that it's a hundred percent here now, but back then it was even less. Yeah, we. Um, there was a lot of planning that went into taking trips with that car, and we had some tough calls. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I mean, even even now, it's you know, you get those close calls, and the, the charger doesn't work right, or this, that, and the other thing. And so I can only imagine we had a an early on model um, model S, 
And that one was even sometimes a, an adventure. What year would that have been? It was a 12. That? Yeah. But, um, yeah. It still had what? Four times the battery is the least. <laughs> so it's not that. Yeah. <laughs> not too bad. <laughs> so I can only imagine what, what that was like. So when did you guys start towing with your with your electric vehicles? And then what are you guys towing? So we started in December of 2020. Um, a, a little bit of a background to what got us into it was uh, we have a, we have a couple of friends in our neighborhood that race dirt bikes. So uh, it, it actually offers ample opportunity to, to dry camp at these. That mostly, I guess the best way to describe it would be cow, cow fields because a lot of them are private property that have been converted over to uh, dirt, dirt dirt track race race tracks. And uh, I would hope we would do the the tent on the back of the on the back of the Tesla in camping mode. So you have the AC, and that was fine for me. Becca was not too thrilled with that setup. It was so. really nice. Yeah, it's Florida. It's very human. The first time yes. she came, you didn't have a very favorable experience. No, first and last time attending in Florida. I had gone. I to, hear you. I had gone to several of these races, but uh, she we we she saw what the, the their trailers looked like, and we said, "Let's go look at campers." And we had a couple must-haves when it came to our camper. We wanted the the mindset of a dual axle. Uh, set up just in case the you know the, the unknown if you have a blow, blow or something more of a chance of recovering it. We wanted to slide out a um, we wanted a wet bath, mm-hmm. and yeah. we found the Winnebago twenty one oh six DS or the micro mini that ticked off all those boxes. We already owned at the time the most powerful electric towing vehicle it, that was on the market, the Tesla Model X at the time. Yes, <laughs> the Rivian and the F one fifty, and the now now even the, the uh, the uh, Hummer, yeah. Uh, so we, we picked that up, and we've only we've never I've never towed with anything besides an electric vehicle. So it was uh, kind of diving headfirst into it. That's awesome. <laughs> yes, yeah. That's that's trial by fire. You're just gonna jump right in and see if it see if it works at that point. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're a bit spoiled with the torque of the electric vehicle. <laughs> yeah. So so. Um, so you guys just kind of dove in with, with going with the electric vehicle, like that was, it was just never going to be another, another type of vehicle. So that's, that's awesome. Um, so what has been like the biggest challenge with that then having just jumped right in and went for it? What has been hard about it? If anything. <laughs> charging. Of course. Yeah. yeah. It always comes down to charging and it's, it's. To explaining it to people, you, you really have to manage your expectations. Um, mm-hmm. You can't hop into any electric vehicle today, hook up a six to eight thousand pound camper, expect to do seventy five on the highway, and go a significant amount of distance. So two, two, three, four hundred miles. You're not going to. It's, it's you're not going to be able to do it today. Yeah. Uh, but it's with, with the, the most challenging aspect when when it comes to the charging is one the the infrastructure is great with Tesla. Um, but it's how the infrastructure is set up. As as you all know, well know, the majority of these these charging stations are set up for backing in. So we have to drop the majority of the time because we 
refuse to block any any charging stations. I could think of a situation where we might, if maybe two, two in the morning and there's 20 stations out there, like the one in Savannah, Georgia. But uh, I we, we haven't really come across too many of those in our travels where we wouldn't be either blocking the right of way or blocking other charging stations for other people to access. Uh, even with the polling, like at, at Wawa, they have the polling stations, but they're still going to be blocking a significant amount of and your, your, your trail is a little bit longer than ours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, but the benefit is because we, I mean, we started towing with the Model X and we did have to unhook more frequently with the Model X because of where the charging port is on the Teslas versus the Rivian and the Ford being in the front. It, we found that it's been easier to not have to unhook the trailer. Um, so that is kind of, the charging network may be better on the, on the Tesla, but you're, you do have to unhook more often. Definitely more reliable. Uh, that's for sure. Do you have you ever used the public charging uh, rather than the Tesla? Uh, yes, yeah. actually, the we, we have a, one of our favorite charging spots. Yeah, is the FPL Evolution in Okeechobee, Florida. So that one is actually set up so we can pull into it. Okay. Nice. Uh, I don't know what you call that. Blocked off, whatever. So yeah. we can actually pull into it. So we've got some photos of that if you want. Um, but that's actually, I work for the company, Next Year owns FPL, so yeah, I'm, so, <laughs> I'm here again. <laughs> we, uh, we'll use the Chidemo adapter for, for those uh, stops. Um, and, and actually, most recently was on Monday, this past Monday, on the way back from St. Augustine, we came, we came to our very first Tesla line. At a Wawa. Uh, I think we were the fifth car, and this was after we had to drop our camper uh, in a nearby empty parking spot. We, we were thinking, well, we, we're going to be here forever waiting for waiting for a spot. Luckily, we, we always traveled with our Chidemo adapter, and there were two charge point uh, stations there. So we plugged into that. In the meantime, hung out in the camper, waited till a couple spots opened up, and then just moved it over to the faster charging. and. We're on our way. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And that's obviously one of the benefits. So, like, what else have you discovered that you love about it? What What is the best parts about traveling with an EV and, you know, like, being able to hang out in the camper while you charge and that sort of a thing? Yeah, I mean, it makes it really easy that we can just hang out in the camper, right? I mean, we can make lunch. We can watch TV if we want to. So it makes charging a lot less, uh, I don't know aggravating because you, you it doesn't really feel like you're waiting that long yeah and what's yeah. nice is that our, our our camper does have some of those onboard systems that does allow us to have the comforts of home with uh, built-in lithium-ion battery we have a dual solar setup and this is it all comes standard so we're able to run the ac we're able to watch television we're able to uh run all of our systems in the camper uh without being plugged into anything and it really actually comes in very handy, not just in boondocking for what its intended purpose, but when you're plugged into a charging station and and uh, you know, are waiting for waiting for one. Yeah, and that's very different from our first camper because we didn't have that. So waiting a long time, you know, trying to keep the pad in there without it getting too hot, you know, it's a lot it's a lot easier now that we have the batteries. We do travel with our diabetic cat too, so she she does uh, <laughs> she does need uh, a little bit of extra TLC when it comes to when it comes to traveling. Yeah, that's awesome that you're able to provide that. So the camper it 
came standard with that, or do you have to uh, put some of those uh, things into that camper? So this was we we just picked up the um, Micro Mini FLX, uh, the twenty one oh eight DS uh, this year, and that one does come standard with the three hundred twenty amp hour lithium ion battery, uh, three thousand watt inverter, uh, dual one hundred ninety watt solar panels, and um, the incredibly efficient AC unit that that just runs off of all, all everything runs off the onboard batteries and or the inverter. It's, it's yeah. very impressive, actually. It's awesome. <laughs> that. Yeah, that sounds great. So. Yeah, it sounds like we just replaced an air conditioner on our camper, but we need to figure out what this, <laughs> what those are. <laughs> yeah, we had an air conditioner go bad, and um, yeah, it was uh, quite ex is the most expensive one, of course, that they make. So, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, and it's not very efficient either. So. No, no, that's yeah. we're still working on getting the camper to be as efficient as. <laughs> you know, the car and stuff, but what, like, what features were you guys looking for when you searched for a camper? Was there anything, like you said, the, you know, having the tandem axles and that kind of thing, what else were you guys looking for when well, you got to First and foremost, uh, safety. We, we wanted to be well within the specifications of the Tesla when it came to the capabilities of it. Uh, the Tesla can tow up to 500 pounds, or um, 500 pounds, jeez, 5,000 <laughs> 5, pounds uh, with a 500 pound tongue weight for the, for the, um, the, the standard hitch, uh, the removable one. We did upgrade to the draw type, the, so we, we lost that um, that weak point where you can remove the receiver. So now it's a solid piece, which they assured me you can up the tongue weight by a little bit more. Um, but we wanted we wanted something that we knew no matter how much we loaded this up, we were not going to be outside of those specifications, so we could tell it reasonably safe. Um, and we, we we did incorporate some um, weight saving measures such as the. Oh, this is the, uh, the control? Uh, we use a, uh, electronic sway control. It runs off a gyroscopic and GPS. It activates over 40 miles an hour, so if it detects the sway in the trailer, it'll automatically apply the brakes to the trailer, so we don't have to have that additional weight of the of the, um, the weight distribution or, or, or mechanical sway control. But it was mainly the safety of it, but we also wanted the, um, the creature comforts of a bathroom uh, that with a separate toilet from a shower and uh and a sink and yeah <laughs> pretty much everything that we everything that we all the current creature comforts we have at home we, we have in that in that camper now yeah and it's actually a narrower camper than is typical so we didn't have to get any mirror extenders to add onto the tesla so that was really nice too nice nice so, so what kind of what kind of um you know what are you getting for consumption when you are towing it? Especially, I'm curious now too that it's you know a more narrow trailer because our the one that we towed with our Model X was not. Um, and so I'm curious what you guys were, were getting. So we, we we did see a significant increase in in uh, consumption with the, our current trailer just because the it's it's a lot taller than our previous model. Um, and I, I did recently see somebody call it a their condo on wheels. And I think that's very accurate because the acronym for that would be CAP. And it is like towing a cap on a sale because it's it, the, the taller it is that just the, the consumption rate goes way up. Um, we yes. about four to six driving very four hundred to six hundred um, watt hours per mile with when, with the with the model X and our previous model camper, the uh, our, our other Winnebago and the one that we have now, we're 
I would say we were conservatively driving at 750, and we saw it go up as high as 900. It, this was um, this was on US one going 55 miles an hour, uh, with some you know, ample opportunity for regen. So it's yeah, <laughs> yes. When that graph gets pegged up at the top, <laughs> you're like, oh my gosh. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I always remember when the in the Model X when we were towing with it and you know it would just get pegged up there at the top and I would I I'm the one with range anxiety so I'm like are you sure about this and he's like I got it and I just remember I'm like but look at that <laughs> all the way at the top we did run out once we did we did run out of power once with an eye shot of our house and oh. it was embarrassing in the fact that all of the neighbors saw it. <laughs> yes, we, we were pushing. We wanted to see what those little dots meant when uh, when we got so low on our, on our battery. Now we know. Don't don't floor it when you see those little dots. <laughs> we just were going, we were just drawing too many amps, and it just said, "Nope, you're gonna stop here." <laughs> yeah, luckily we so have. Was it, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was it the incident where? at the end of the battery, some of the Teslas do that where they just uh, shut down. You still have uh, energy in the batteries, but like I think you stated it there, you're drawing too many amps and so it just shuts down. Is that yeah, it, and it was very gradual. There was a lot of warnings, it, it, ample opportunity. It, had we been on the road to, I, I feel confident that we would have been able to safely pull off the road and, yeah. and, and been out of anyone's, it been out of a right away. But it happened in the neighborhood. The only thing we, we temporarily blocked one of our neighbor's driveways with a camper. So they were very <laughs> nice. Well, that's good. Yeah. And, and I mean, I think I think that's a, a point that most people now that are, are towing with their EVs are pretty adventurous and willing to kind of push those limits and see, you know, okay, what can the car do? Uh, what, how far can we go? What does this mean? What does that mean? Um, I mean, have you guys kind of felt like you are trying to push the limits just to see what it can do? I would, I would say so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we have. Um, conservatively pushing limits, I guess. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Within the span of, uh, I would say, uh, well, under a year, we've, we've gone on two of the longest trips we've, we've taken. And, and in, um, well, I would say almost in an EV because we've gone up to Massachusetts before. That was that was our number one on this trip. That was not with towing, but we did. We recently did it. Well, last year we did a trip down to Keys, mm -hmm. and that was uh, that was that was a few hundred miles, several hundred miles, several hundred miles. I don't know. It took us what nine and a half hours, and it should have taken us about four and a half five. We yeah. were charging a lot more than we needed to. Yeah. Uh, our way back was a lot less time. Yeah. <laughs> And then yes. uh, the recent trip to St. Augustine, we 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 pushed it because we did have we did have farther uh, gaps of where where charging stations were, I would say, safely uh, uh, positioned. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to end up in the middle where you don't have any choices left, and you're down to you know one low percent. We don't travel with any backup. Uh, we don't have a generator that we travel with anymore because we have the onboard systems and. Uh, so we run out. We are we are out of energy. <laughs> <laughs> always, always the risk. But you know, it it seems to be getting better. You know, like we said, we 
have had like what it's gotta be 2015 or or so when we first got um you know the the model s and i mean we have seen a huge improvement in the charging stations that have come online and stuff do you guys are you seeing that as well where you guys are it's yeah it's great too and the the if they ever go down we we happen to come across a tesla technician that was there and what, what did he say the the percentage was uh, but I thought it was it was about ninety five percent same day or it's within twenty four hours that yeah, they get the stations okay. back online in the right. state at least. I'm not sure about everywhere else, but uh, I they, heard that they were moving to that um, about a month ago. So, yeah. and I don't know if that's you know, well that's that would be more countrywide that they're going to have them up and running within twenty four hours. That's what they. Yeah. Well, in a sense, people have to travel. Like, if you're out of energy, you need it. It's, you know, it's mm-hmm. not everyone like, oh, well, we're out of gas and the next gas station isn't 400 miles. You can't do that. Yeah. yeah. No. No, no, no. no, it's definitely, it, it does. It, it's got to, it's got to get, they got to get them working right away because, especially when you're towing, there, like, there is no other option. You, yeah. you can't just go on to the next spot. So, yeah, yeah. until they get, you know, a charging station across the street, like they have, you know, gas stations. Yeah. Or a friendly Ford F-150 Lightning owner that might want to help out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, come on over. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. But if you're in the Lightning, it doesn't work, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. as we found out. But, um, all right, so found us out of the places you've been. What's your favorite place that you guys have been able to take the, the camper with the with the Tesla? I mean, it's a toss-up between the Keys and St. Augustine. I love the Keys. Yeah. It was gorgeous. I yeah. mean, the weather was perfect. And and that that was with our last camper. Our, actually, our AC went out. We didn't even notice because we didn't have to run it because it was so beautiful. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it was also December, so that helped. Yeah. Uh, I, we like them both, for, I would say, for different reasons. So. Yeah. Uh, St. Augustine had a lot of that like historical draw. There was like so many. I mean, like, you know, it's touristy, but like, I, yeah, yeah like, that kind of stuff. oldest city in the, the United, United States. States. Yeah, it's, yeah. New England, we did not expect it to be in Florida. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I now, I mean, I know of St. Augustine, but I did not know that it was the oldest city. Now I, now I know. Learning stuff today. <laughs> oh, it's good. <laughs> and so. At both of those spots, did you have a campground that had uh, full hookups or or not? Yeah, yeah, we did payaways for both of them. Okay, cool. We've had the most luck with payaways when it comes to when it comes to their electrical infrastructure. Um, yeah. We we've been to a couple of campgrounds where they they're not going to expect you to utilize both the fifty and the thirty amp uh, pedestal. It's you usually need one or the other, so it's uh, some of the campgrounds we've come to have only been wired up to the max for one of those, uh, like for the fifty. So if we if we're drawing the, the the eight kilowatts that we can get from the pedestal on off of the fifty for the Tesla, and then the thirty uh, off the of thirty for the camper, we're going to be popping that pretty quick. But we're able to adjust our amperage on the Tesla, as you will know, um, just to draw down to 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 the point where we're not popping it every hour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the huge benefit of that Tesla that you can actually adjust the amps on there. And 
also, um, with that being said, is that one of the reasons that you got your uh, camper with all of the solar and the lithium batteries? Well, I, I we picked that up because we, we did do a fair amount of dry camping, and uh, we, we wanted to rely a little less on bringing the generator, at, bringing the additional fuel needed for that, just being a little more self-sufficient when it comes to that. Plus, as we mentioned before, it's super helpful to be able to hop into a nice AC camper when you're when you're uh, waiting to when you're plugged in. Yeah, yeah. And it does give us some peace of mind when we leave the dogs and the cat in the camper. If we were to leave and the generator runs out of gas while we're gone, the batteries will turn on. If we were to use a generator during the heat of the summer, we probably still will. Yeah, with with yeah. the with the, the onboard battery not being plugged into any kind of power source in direct sunlight, with I think it was ninety degrees outside, and the camper running at seventy seven on auto, we got about seven and a half eight hours of of the camper running. Awesome, that's great. Yeah, so that'd be like ample time if you pulled up to one of those kind of weaker pedestals that really could only. Uh, provide that 50 amp service then you could charge your car for that seven hours and pretty much have a full charge at that point in time on the model x or at least close to it and uh, and then you could plug the camper back in so that's a benefit i see in that yeah so have you guys run into any campgrounds yet where they do not want you specifically to charge the car while you were there no, it's actually it's funny because we've we've come across the complete opposite, and I've we've heard the yeah. stories of, of campgrounds that they, they don't they they've said no, you can't plug your car in. We've we come across the complete opposite where uh, we we need what we needed to plug our car in, and uh, it was just either too far away, the spots might have been too narrow. We now have a extension cord for the for our yeah. mobile charger, but prior to that. Uh, the charging station might be too far away. The, the sites are too narrow to put the car closer without being on, encroaching onto someone else's space. Uh, they've we've come across a lot of campsites that said, "Go ahead, park it in an empty one. You're more than welcome to charge it." It's it, uh, we were surprised and uh, we're delight delightfully surprised that, that we had nothing but positive experiences when it came to the, the sites that we've been to. Yeah, I think people are just curious about it in general, so they're like, "Yeah, go ahead, that's cool." <laughs> yeah, lots of questions. Popping open the automatic trunk and having it full of firewood also, that, that usually mesmerizes people too. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can go ahead and do that. <laughs> yes. Cool. Yeah, especially, you know, I think people kind of expect it with the, the Teslas and stuff, but now if you open the trunk on the F 150 on the Lightning, people are like, <laughs> just completely blown away by it. They're like, what is happening? Somebody thought that I had an engine fire because I had the front open at the grocery store. <laughs> like, no, nope, just putting my groceries in here. <laughs> we yeah. never used the front for the firewood. That was smart. Yeah, we, we haven't uh, come across that either at campgrounds. Mm -hmm. Our more recent trip out to Colorado when we were having charging problems, it just said it on their website, but our assumption is that was just for charging only. only. They were having lots of public charging problems in that particular town. So we believe that that's why they 
put that on there. We didn't ever call him because we thought we had a plan and that plan blew up in our face. But <laughs> but we haven't ran into that either. Yeah. It's been exactly like you guys said, just lots of curiosity and uh, people uh, liking what we're doing. And, you know, even the, you know, comments that you get on social media where people are saying nasty things about electric vehicles and stuff like that, uh, how diesel's king. You know, we have plenty of diesel people come up to us and talk to us about oh, it. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I don't know. We we haven't actually ran across any sort of negativity out in uh, the wild, so to speak. So it's all just, I feel like, you know, people writing stuff online. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's see. So what, uh, I can't even remember. Did we ask you what you guys love the most about towing with an EV yet? Well, I think so. <laughs> uh, well, I, I've always loved EVs because they're low maintenance and they're quiet, but we still get the power that we need to tell with. So that turned out to be pretty awesome. Yeah. The benefits of just driving as a daily driver, are they, they carry over to when you're towing. It's you still don't have to worry about a strain on a transmission. You don't have to worry about the, the oh, do I need to get that oil change? Do I have to get that, this, that, or the other flush? It's uh, it's windshield wipers and brakes. <laughs> and a lot of tires for, for our Model X. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you, when you can't just quite keep your foot out of it, those tires go through pretty fast, too. That's my biggest problem. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Um, go ahead. So maybe you were going to ask a question. Ah, uh, not necessarily, but, um, so with that, um, with your, uh, cats and dogs, you, you have two dogs and three cats. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. And one cat comes with us. So. Yeah. The other two, we tried, they hated it. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, what kind of challenges have you seen with that, if any? And, uh, you know, I, I see a lot of benefit with an electric vehicle, uh, traveling with animals. Uh, if you could share some of the benefits, too. Well, so you have the dog, which is great for, for the Teslas. Uh, if you need to run into somewhere quickly, you're able to pop on, pop on that dog mode and you got this big display. Uh, I understand Rivian has something that's very similar to that. And it's you have you're able to monitor it from your phone. It's just an additional layer of peace of mind that I know my pets are going to be safe when they're in this car. With I mean the crash ratings are phenomenal in itself. Yeah, um, we do have a lot of redundant systems. They they have the whistle GPS tracking collars. Our biggest fear we we like to plan for the worst case scenarios. Our biggest fear is what you read about every now and then where someone gets in an accident, a dog gets out of the car, runs away injured. It's difficult. It's, it's a, New area, you have to track them down. Um, peace of mind with that, uh, but mm -hmm. there's a lot of space to in, our, in the vehicle for them to to roam around. We then they always, of course, without being it shouldn't have to be said, but it it does need to be said. They always travel in the car when we're when we're traveling. Never never inside the camper because it's shouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, no. No air conditioning when you're going down the road. If something happens, yeah, all of the all a lot of the shifting things too. We, we, yeah, we wouldn't want anything to happen to any pets in there. Yes, wow. yes, yeah. It's amazing sometimes the things that come flying 
from nowhere when you're going down the road in the camper. You open up the door, we've had the fridge open up completely on us before, and what, oh, the TV fell off of the wall once. <laughs> <laughs> we we bought it secondhand and we found out that there was a bolt that was missing and it luckily fell onto the bed but we came in we're like uh what happened oh. all the things so what tips do you have for people that are you know either wanting to tow with an ev or even just wanting to get into the ev world what tips do you guys have i would say manage your expectations accordingly it's um even the, I would say, even the entry level, I would, I would consider our Chevy Bolt to be fairly entry level um, electric car. It's rated for 259 miles. I believe it's 259. I mean, the first time, the first, the first time I took it just to and from work, I have a 19 mile round trip commute. We got 298 miles at the full charge. I, this was, we got down to about two percent. So I would say that I could comfortably go 300 miles just going to and from work. Yeah. But with that being said, if uh, when towing, manage your expectations accordingly. You're not going to be able to drive 75, 80 miles an hour towing down the highway and expect to be able to get any kind of efficiency. Uh, have, you have, have a backup plan and have a backup to the backup plan. We are mostly, I would say we're weekend warriors, so it adds an extra layer of um, necessity when it comes to planning. Uh, utilize those apps, a better route planner. Know your car uh, as you as you get to drive it. You'll you'll get an understanding of what your consumption is. Use those onboard systems. Use those apps and carry adapters and have backup plans. Sign up for ChargePoint prior because you don't want to you don't want to get in a situation where you might not have cell service and you're at a new charging station network and now oh no this is my only option. I need to connect somehow. I don't have uh, and I don't have a Starlink to to be able to get, get my own internet. So I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> But I would say just, uh, it, it, but it, it's it's different though. It, it's not it's not a negative. It's not it's you're not sacrificing anything by moving to an electric vehicle. You're it's it's just a different experience. You're you cut out those oil changes. You cut out those those regular maintenance. You cut you cut out a lot of things that you you have to do with a gas powered vehicle. And it's yeah. those are the, that's what we really love about those. Well, and, and we've we've found that you know everybody has this mentality of point A to point B as fast as you can, and that's the only way and the best way and all of this stuff. And we found that we kind of love stopping along the way, and we found these little gyms. Um, there was a, a it was a Tesla supercharger that was at a a train museum, you know, and so we were able to go in and explore the train museum and 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 see these places that we wouldn't normally see. So, I mean, how do you guys feel like? about the stopping and stuff. Do you feel like it's been um, an added benefit to having to, you know, when you're traveling or, you know, sometimes it gets frustrating or how do you guys feel about that? For our situation, I'd say it's beneficial when, when we're traveling with the pets just yeah. because of Stella. Yeah, she's got time to, you know, do her business in the camper if she needs to. Everybody gets to eat, guys get to take a walk. You know, we get to stretch our legs from being in the car and not just for the five minutes you stand at the pump, right? It's like, it's an actual break from driving. So, yeah, I don't really mind it that much. And I, yeah. I'm pretty fatigued after 200 miles of driving when, or two to 300 miles of driving when not telling. I'm, I'm ready for a break to stretch my legs. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
that's what's <clears throat> beneficial to us too is like changing that mindset and it's much easier it's not you know okay let's fuel up let's go in the bathroom and get back to the vehicle and get back on the road it doesn't even feel like it was really a stop to be honest <laughs> yeah yeah so when you I, stop with a gas vehicle yeah yeah when you're stopped with a gas vehicle versus ev you got time to gather your thoughts and uh i don't know it, it's been very beneficial for me because that mm -hmm. that was a huge mindset uh switch for me because i was that person point a to point b as quickly as possible and, and you arrive exhausted. You're just oh, yeah. by the time you get there. You get there. Yep. Because you haven't stopped and given your body the break it needs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. I think the, the other thing we noticed when we went to St. Augustine, because we took US 1 instead of 95, like there was a lot of stuff to see. So even if we didn't stop, like we, you know, we saw, you could see the ocean. We could see, you know, drive through Flagler, the little tent. The, Pirates on the bit, like it's stuff that you wouldn't normally see. So even if we didn't stop and spend time, like it was just a more enjoyable drive. Yes. Yeah. Do you guys feel like your your charging has to dictate your routes, or have you been able to kind of take the routes that you wanted to take and fill in the gaps of charging? You know, after you planned your route. I'd say yes, yes, and no. That charging, to an extent, will does dictate our route. But with with the infrastructure, as you had mentioned, how it's gotten, it, it has just grown by leaps and bounds from 2012, from 2013 to, to today, from when we started in 2017. Yeah, it, it's just it, it's um, you have that if you want to drive on the highway and and stop more, uh, you you can do so. If you want to take the, the road less traveled. There are there are networks out there. They they're they're in, being integrated in targets that Wild was there, and yeah. most of the rest areas here in um, in Florida on the Turnpike on ninety five. It's they are they're they're across in the middle of the state down Alligator Alley. There's there's a supercharging station, <laughs> one supercharging one. station. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so do you guys have any gear that you you know don't you know, not going to leave home without what, what kind of gear, and it can be camping related too. Like if there's, you know, stuff that you love for camping, what, what kind of stuff do you guys say we got to have that when we, when we go? Um, well, if we want to go with just camping, our fire pit, we love our fire pit <laughs> and our electric bikes. Oh yes. Yeah. <laughs> and in the, in the EV mindset, adapters, lots of adapters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We have the, the um, our Chidemo. We have our uh, fourteen fifty. Uh, we have we have the adapters to put, be able to plug into a thirty amp. Um, the last time we were charging at the Okeechobee uh, Chidemo station, the well, one of the police officers came up just to. It's right next to the Okeechobee Police Department. So one of the officers came up to talk to us, and he said that somebody somebody uh, went to plug in, and the stations were down about a couple weeks ago. They have they happen to have a an adapter, so they were able to plug in at the police station to a I, I think it was a generator outlet, uh, so they were able to to charge their car off of that. But just we try, we try to plan for for all those things. But yes, any kind of plug you're going to come across, <laughs> have the adapter with yeah. you. <laughs> That's yeah. <fun. laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Anything else? Like any any 
bits of wisdom or experiences or anything you guys uh, just want to want to say about towing with an EV or, or encouragement even. <laughs> um, I don't know. Give it a try. You never know. You might like it. You know, if you want to just put a toe in the water, one vehicle is a is a long range commuter car, so you can see what it feels like to drive an EV, get over that range anxiety before you move up to towing. Probably a good idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. I mean, it, it pretty much if you want to if you want to cut out um, the, the maintenance that you're used to on a vehicle, uh, if you want that instant torque, if you if you want to be able to plug in for pennies on the dollar at home, just like you do, it's it, it's as simple as plugging your cell phone for ninety percent of what what uh, the everyday person needs. Uh, we just we get home, we plug in. It's it's second nature. We don't even think about it anymore. There's really minimal changes you need to make at home. I mean, if you can you can put in just an outlet. You can do put in a stage two charger if you if you want to. It's it's easy to wire up. It's it's mm -hmm. fairly inexpensive, and it, it's so much more inexpensive to, to fuel up your vehicle than a gas powered car. Yeah, you'll forget how much gas costs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know you you, you pump gas. Years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I when we had the F three fifty and the and the uh, Tesla. If we if it was low on gas, I was like, well, I'm not going. Like I would leave it, like leave him with like a mile. I'd be like, oh, well, you should probably go to the gas station. We need fuel. <laughs> like I, I'm always like, it was, it's my least favorite thing about adulting. Why would I want to continue to do it when I can just plug in at home? <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it showed how much we liked electric vehicles. We put fifty thousand miles on that thing in two years. On the versus Tesla. yeah, sorry versus the Tesla or on the Tesla and then the F-350 during that uh, same two years, we put 12,000 miles on it. So it's basically like me driving back and forth to work is all. But anyways, what, what is the more power, if you're willing to share, what is the more powerful electric vehicle that you're looking to purchase in the future? So we had a day one reservation and we are still waiting to get that call for, for the Ford F-150 Lightning. Um, ah, thanks. I would. I, I just. I, what really sold me on it is the V to G technology, uh, the vehicle to grid technology, where you can uh, get the setup from installed by Sunrun. I believe it's Sunrun, um, where you can backfeed your house in the in the case of a power outage. We already have a twelve point six kilowatt system that is pretty much benefiting mm -hmm. us in just to, just while the power's on. Because it's backfeeding the grid just like 95% of solar systems. You, a, lot of, a lot of people don't have the, the battery backup. So that F-150 is not just a vehicle. It's not, it's, not just a, it's not just a vehicle that has the ability to get you to and from where you need to go. To be able to tow a significant amount of distance, well, more distance than what we're used to. But you, it's also a battery bank for your house in the case of another hurricane here in Florida. They, they tend to happen here. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> That, that, that's why we're really looking forward to getting that the F-150 when, when, uh, when our turn comes up, when we get that phone call with that email. And what trim level are you thinking of? So we, I wanted to get the Platinum, um, but the there was no option to get the, the lighter wheels. So I think we're going to go with the Lariat uh, extender range because you get that extra 20 miles of range. Mm -hmm. you, you just 
getting rid of those heavier tires. But um, uh, uh, you, most likely the, the Lariat, but we'll see what happens when we get the, get the option to, to go. Massaging seats are nice. <laughs> I, heard, I heard we don't get those anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even in the Platinum? Yeah, remember? Oh, no. Like, we, we got that announcement. Somebody said, we posted, I think, like, the day we got it, and people were like, they, they just announced that they're not going to do that anymore. And then we. Yeah, hold on to that. Hold on to that model that you have. Yeah. I love that. So. Yeah, the, yeah, that's super nice. I, I've been contemplating purchasing the 20s and just put them on there. Some guy's willing to trade me the platinum wheels for, you know, the 22s for the 20s. Um, in the real world range, from Kyle Connor at a spec versus Tom Wagner at State of Charge, like there was, it's hard for me because they live in two different areas. And as you know, different conditions play such a huge role, you know, but it was only like a little over, I think 15 miles or something difference. And so I wasn't sure how much that was really going to change with uh, towing. And so that, that was my concern, but I don't know. I still kind of want to try it. So I don't know if yeah. I'll do it or not. It's always fun to test out the different, <laughs> the different stuff. Yeah. But if I knew somebody that had twenties, what in, in the extended range, uh, battery, then I would love to just do a towing test side by side with the 22s and the 20 and just see what, you know, what the difference. Well, when they get theirs, we'll come down to Florida and we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll see you in five days. <laughs> so I, my question though would be when you do, guys do get the bigger, um, you know, when you get the F-150, are you going to upgrade your camper then or are you going to stay with the one that you currently have? I think we'll keep the one we got. Yeah. We're happy with it. Yeah. I think the one we have will be, will be very well suited for the, for the F-150. Um, I can't wait to, to do the same test that you guys did, where you, where you plug the, your Airstream into the F-150. Was it the F-150 the Rivian? I, I do apologize. Yep, yep. Okay. The F-150 to see, because you can run all, all your onboard systems on that. I think that that's a great benefit for, especially in the heat of summer down oh, here. Yeah. I would rather be able to, I'd rather unhook, go plug the car in nearby if need be, and, uh, and, and come back to, than having to go, find you find gas and fill up and bring it back and forth and, and all that uh but yeah we're, we're really looking forward to that uh, yeah to be able to do our dry camping again yeah yeah that's one thing ford did right with that truck is mm -hmm. uh, all the onboard power that's crazy mm -hmm. yeah so yeah um i don't know that we necessarily have uh too much interest in the uh vehicle the grid situation it's probably because where we live is, I mean, I think in the last, well, in the last, what, 10 years that we've lived here? How long have we lived here? About 13 years. 13 years. We've had the power go out three times. So yeah. Like, it's just. And it was, I mean, you know, a thunderstorm and then it's back on within a couple hours. Yeah. It's not, you know, days without power. So. It's just. That's less why less people, think, less <laughs> stuff. So. That's why we haven't had too much interest with that. Yeah. The technology side of me is very interested in that. That's super cool. It'll be very beneficial for you guys and you know pe other people in California and Texas and these places that have a little bit more unstable of a uh, environment, I guess. So, but anyways.
Yeah. All right. Any any last words? Any last things you want to you want to say about uh, your experiences? I'd say uh, if if you're if you're on the fence about getting an EV or or trying try not to own it, go go for it. It's it, it's only going to get better from here. Yes. It's, yeah. It's a blast. Yeah. It's <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> it is. It's it's so much fun. It's so it's easier than you think because there's so many horror stories out there from people that maybe didn't do their research or you know haven't even ever stepped foot into an electric vehicle that are giving advice <laughs> on it. I and that's the case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, it's so it, you get into it, and you know it, it takes a shift in mindset. But after that, it's it's worth it. It does not take eight hours to charge every single electric car out there. We're <laughs> not plugging it into the same outlet as you do with your hair dryer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, that just, is a big one. I just ran into that yesterday, charging. And the guy goes, how long is this going to take? I said, well, you know, I'm doing a test from 10 to 80. It'll probably take about 45 minutes. Uh, and he goes, no, not, no. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, Oh, I thought it would take like eight or ten hours. I'm like, no, I'm not going to sit at this Casey's for ten hours. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we got a very similar comment on one of our posts. I, I only driving only driving eighty eighty to hundred miles and then having to stop for eight hours. No, thank you. I was like, yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't want to do that either. <laughs> yeah, that sounds terrible. But you can always rub on the carpet for static electricity, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just gotta keep rubbing the whole way. <laughs> we did enjoy that very much, by the way. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad glad somebody found it humorous. <laughs> did you wanna uh, ask something about her shirt? Oh, well I just want I you have a shirt uh that says um uh, I love the smell of no kids in the morning. <laughs> I, I died when I saw that shirt. I was like, oh my gosh, I, we love our children dearly and they are the best things in the whole wide world. But however, I was like, it's oh man. <laughs> we have nothing against children. <laughs> Don't be I also just like to sleep. Yes. yes. <laughs> Me. If I, if I did not have kids, I man weekends i'd probably at noon he'd probably be like come on let's go <laughs> we're like but it's so nice and quiet so i just thought that shirt was very funny <laughs> yeah so cool he, he found it out, right. really. <laughs> that's awesome all right well thank you guys so much for joining us today it was so much fun to talk to you guys and and hear a little bit about your story and your experiences with with your model x and your camper and yeah yeah, Thanks appreciate so. you sharing everything. So, Yes, thank you. Thanks for listening. Find all of our show notes at allelectricfamily.com slash allelectricconversations. Be sure to connect with us on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook as All Electric Family. Find us on Twitter as All Electric Fam. You can find our podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you were inspired by this story, please be sure to share it and hit that subscribe button. Leave a review and help us inspire others to hit the road. Until next time, stay charged.